0: In this week's Everyday Inspirational Podcast, I will be speaking to the lovely Louise McCornville, and she is a medium and psychic. She also teaches and practices Reiki. She also runs hypnosis groups with small teachings connecting them, helping them to connect with spirit, and runs her own program called Earth Divine Energy. Her story is all about connecting with spirit and how She's now helping others with this. And welcome and thank you so much Louise for joining me today on Everyday Inspiration Podcast. And can you tell the listeners a little bit more about
1: yourself and what you do? Hi, I'm Louise McConville. Um, my business name is um, Louise McConville, Change Catalyst. I am a medium and a psychic, but I also work with energy. Um, I'm a Reiki master and I teach um, Reiki and also practice Reiki. Um, and I also work with mind-body connection as well. And I do hypnosis. That's um, me. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, yeah, so um, my journey started 20 years ago i've been connected with spirit all my life now i know um so this, this stands... is
0: your this is your inspirational story that you're going to share with the audience yeah yes yeah that okay? that's wonderful
1: yeah that's fantastic. absolutely amazing thank you fantastic so 20 years ago um my family was going through all different bits and pieces and uh, my mum wasn't well my sister wasn't well um we, my husband and I had two franchises and they were really stressful anyway long story short i went to see someone and i noticed that she did reiki i asked her what it was and showed me where it was so i thought right okay so i went to do my Reiki one when i went to do my Reiki one really fast forward to this um oof, it was mind-blowing but what happened afterwards was very sort of like oh my goodness um spirit decided to come along and um, visiting me at night time, touching me, sitting in my bed, I was freaking. And I thought, what am I gonna do about this? So I had to go learn how to channel it properly. And fast forward now, along with that, I also worked full time. I've always worked, um, I've always been a manager, and I was running a very um, successful business um, for another company. And two years ago, I got to the stage where I couldn't do both couldn't work full-time and work with Spirit because Spirit were pushing me more and more to actually work for them and just them. And two years ago, I was basically putting my butt by Spirit because sometimes that's what you do if you're not actually listening. And, and Neil had a breakdown, time. And the, it was amazing, the transformation in that year. It was a very stressful year. Um, I was about to take my company to Court and such like so it's a very very stressful year but all along that connection that i had with spirit was getting stronger and stronger and stronger and that's what gave me the inspiration to fight and to stay and to stand and stand my ground and 2019 i just decided that was it i was going to do this, this was it this is my career my job now so since then i've had an amazing amazing journey. Um, even a lot of worked with clients, I've taught Reiki last year was like, well I started working with um, Women's Aid um, in the refuge with women and children. And just recently, I started working with women with addictions and bringing mind body connection, bringing spiritual connection, bringing their energy and teaching them how to, to feel that energy in them, to feel the power of themselves again and give them back their power. It's been under all this rubble for years and years and years by all for all different reasons. And it's been phenomenal. And the response, I cannot believe, even now when I get feedback from clients and students, because I teach as well, I still sit and go, Really? <laughs> really? Did you really do that? I mean, one one of the ladies um we we, we talked in um, the first day of the women's aid, we sat and spoke about things. And the next week we came in, I taught them how to do wee bits and pieces. And she said, that was the first night's sleep she'd had in 20 years. And I was like, a full night's sleep because she's always, sorry, 10 years, beg your pardon, 10 years, because she's always woke up, it always takes a long to get to sleep, and then she wakens up all over the night, all through the night. And she said, whatever we did last, last week, and all it was was breathing techniques, meditation, and giving them the belief that it was in there, it was still in there, it was just under a lot of debris. Um, and I just want to take it, I just want to keep going now. I want to go from strength to strength. I do one to ones, I do groups, um, I, I teach people how to get connected again. And how does how did
0: that, when you first learnt um, and was first sort of guided to, to go to Reiki Ward, well, had you ever had Reiki before, like taking you back to your story? Had you ever had Reiki before, or was it somebody who had um so uh, recommended it or was it something intuitive inside you that thought mm,
1: yeah. I, I've always
0: been I don't know how to do that yeah
1: I had one session um which was my yoga teacher because she said that my hips were really really tight um and I had one session. It was a bit scary though because I know now what she was trying to do, but at the time it felt really quite. So when I got the Reiki session, it was absolutely amazing. I seen all these beautiful colours, mostly golds and whites, and I seen a beautiful big clock face, and it was gold. But the hand was just kept going really, really fast. And because I was going through all this stuff, she said that she was going to cut cords between me and my husband. Well, that freaked me, because I was like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? But she'd explained that the cords that she was cutting was the cords that kept us tied in a negative way. Yeah, it would have been fine, mm-hmm. but she didn't explain it that way, so it really freaked me, and I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I should should have. So, but I was really interested in the whole, just the whole energy thing and what what I felt afterwards. I felt as if somebody, I was like a snow globe, somebody yeah. taking me and going sh- just shoot me, and I was like, what is this? And that was the that was the start. It was just shortly after that that I went to. Um, it was a Harvest clinic, and I went to the Harvest clinic. Where's that place? To see. It's in Saint George's Cross in Glasgow. Right, in Glasgow. Um, yeah. And um, Angela Trainer, who's the director, she was teaching Reiki. She was, she teaches Reiki and she teaches hypnotherapy. Now I've done both with yeah. Angela, and I went along for something different. And I seen the the, the wee brochure, and I said, to her "What is it? I've had one session, but I don't really know what it is because she never the woman never really explained it to me." And she started to explain it in such light, and I thought, you know, I think I, I really need to do this. There was just such a drive for me to get, I, I knew I had to really do this. And I went in the, the first uh, week, the And it was like, I, do you know, I, I can't even put into words how magical it was. Um, it was actually a retreat that I went to, and it was a mill, but there was a lot of synchronicities happening. Um, all through the weekend and just other things leading up to it and it was just it was magical seriously magical and since then reiki everybody has reiki in them every single person it's your energy only difference between me and the person that's just not been attuned is the attunement and what the attunement does it opens up the doors that's it just opens up the doors so that it flows more easily and it just it brings everything. You can do you use it in every single part of your life, you can use it in your food, you can use it for your children, you can use it for anybody. Um, you can even use it for your business. You and know, and
0: how how did you feel? Because you were saying, you know, like um at the beginning, so you'd done your reiki kind of level <sighs> one. So how did yeah. that really kind of affect um your Your life and how did it benefit, and how did it um, make a difference in, and how you know, because I I know you wanted to cut that short, but I think a lot of the listeners would be really interested in yeah um, that kind of part where you you like a lot of people will probably resonate and maybe want to to be able to do that because it's it's um, a story that a lot of us kind of maybe come to where I know that I resonate with it where my body. Pushed me to that point, so yep. just to uh, elaborate, if you're not, if you're okay with that, to elaborate a little yeah, bit yeah more
1: Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. So what it did for me, at that point in time, as I said, my my family were going through some health crisis, and also my husband and I had two franchises, and when I was very, very stressed out with the franchise that I was running, and it it let me make the decision that this had to stop, had to change. What Reiki does is Reiki pushes you very, very gently, pushes maybe not a nice word, It sort of like coaches you onto the path, the path that is the best path for you, because we don't always know what path we should be on, but it gives you enlightenment, it gives you a sense of knowing that you're doing the right thing. And when you feel lost, as soon as you start to connect with that energy, it's as if somebody's going, hiya, I'm here, here. And they pop things in your head, or some something turns up, it gives you signs, you see synchronicities, and that's what Reiki does. And most people that come to me are on a crossroads, and when they're on that crossroads, the first thing I do with a client, and nine times out of ten, I'll say to them, Well, let's do a wee bit of Reiki. Because the Reiki is very, very good at sort of like um, calming stuff down and letting that person breathe and letting that person feel as if, oh, I can do this, I've got this. And that's what Reiki does. It gives you that power to feel I've got this um, with the ha- with divine. You, you, I'm not a, a, a god person, but I do believe in universal energy. I, I believe in the divine, and it, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't have a religion, but it has a religion if you have a religion. So it, I mean, I have got, I, I've taught Muslims, I have taught Sikhs, I've taught Hindus, Catholics, all sorts. So it's it's not got a religion. Um, so, most of my students are all from different religions. But the one thing they, ha- they all say is it's the connection. It feels powerful. It feels amazing. And it feels like it's as if there's a, a line, an open line, a telephone line, constantly there when you need it, and a wee bit of guidance when you need it. And that sense of reassurance when maybe you're sitting here and making a decision, and you've got a big decision to make and you just don't know what to do, it just gives you that reassurance. It changed and, my life completely,
0: and is that what it kind of did? When you were saying, what was it that, like you were saying, that physically, um, it kind of forced you to like um, make the choice to to work solely with, um, you know, like so, guidance and uh, rather than the other I way. Did. So, what actually happened there?
1: Like, so what happened and was, and... oh, I didn't actually physically have the breakdown but mentally yeah my mind went like cotton I couldn't I couldn't couldn't actually function I was an automatic pilot I couldn't think for myself I was crying all the time and it was a major major energy shift major energy shift but what happens in life is when we're not on the right path and we aren't seeing the signs or listening listening to the signs or Just listen to guidance and such like you'll be stopped it's like a brick wall you'll be stopped and that's exactly what it did but it gave me um and up until that point i mean i'm a very very strong person so up to that point i've never really asked for help Mm. i've always been the helper and fixer type of thing um but oh my goodness i definitely asked for help that time and um i get reiki from my students i get reiki from i get reiki from other people i went for reiki and the reiki definitely helped. It helped clear the mind because the mind was just cotton wool. It was fog. I could not think. I really couldn't. Sometimes I couldn't even put a sentence together.
0: <laughs> and I think a lot of a lot of listeners, because this is a, a varied um, kind of um, podcast, so there's all different people that listen. So yeah. they will probably resonate with you mm-hmm. being in that when we. We say that we have, um, and it might not even that you recognise that you're having a mental breakdown, but you definitely, definitely feel the, definitely. the symptoms that you're having. So mm-hmm. the symptoms of um, mm-hmm. maybe mass rumination of negativity and uh, overwhelm and then fog and not thinking mm-hmm. and, and not being able to do that. So I think um, having something else to go to and having a... Mm-hmm. Uh, an an awareness of
1: this Mm -hmm. is definitely
0: Mm -hmm. amazing and i think that um the listeners now i'll be very Mm -hmm. interested in because i know that sometimes when you are in that state and if you if you don't have the awareness of energy healing and you don't have the awareness Mm -hmm. of what Reiki is it can be even more kind of overwhelming so i think that Mm -hmm. um explaining that to the listeners is amazing yeah and so you were saying a little bit about more about where you are now and how you've channeled all your um, kind of gifts and also yeah. all your pain into something more productive and overcoming
1: um, oh, much these so.
0: adversities yeah. in life through mm-hmm. choo- like choosing um, this path. So let us know a little bit more about um what is it you do and how you can help other
1: people i know you kind of touched on that a little bit earlier yeah. but well what, what, sorry one thing i will say is um at the time my doctor thought i had chronic fatigue syndrome which is me and thankfully i didn't it was stress Right, like that's what it was it was it was i'd been in stress zone for far far too long so what i now do is um apart from the reiki I teach people how to manage their stress, anxiety. Um, there's loads of different ways you can do it. You know, um, Reiki is amazing, but to go away with some tools, because I'm not always there. So to go away with some tools and getting people to know how to actually link into their own energy and to how to activate it, it's activating your own energy. So I teach one-to-one clients how to do that. If they're coming to me with anxiety, I give them some tools and techniques. Some breathing techniques five minutes that's all it takes I, I do things i'm very very it's very very simple and the reason for that is because if it's complicated you won't do it you know it just won't do it um, we do talk about i talk about journaling and um, getting your feelings out rather than keeping them in so you know it's like a when they come to me they get a life guidance type of thing now not i would say that a lot of the time when somebody's sitting in front of me i'm very much guided what i have to give them so i don't actually i never want to know somebody's story before they come i would rather they came and they sit and they sit and they just let it go because when they can tell me beforehand they're still working themselves up but when they come and they sit and they just let it go it's like somebody's just opened a tap and just let it run and they go away with the feeling of i can do this by breathing meditation i also send them um meditations through whatsapp and um, so they give me their whatsapp number i'll get some free meditations um if it's if it's the right thing to do sometimes i'll do a wee bit of hypnosis on them but it depends on where their mind is that's all part of what i do i don't just say um somebody's coming to for reiki and then by the time they get it, they sit down and talk to me and it, they unpack sometimes i'll say well we'll do a wee bit of reiki but i think you should Maybe try and do a wee bit calming, you know, calming the mind, controlling the mind, controlling the thoughts, the breathing and such like. And I'll teach them how to do that. So they get a sort of like double package. There is people that just come for hypnosis and there are people that just come for Reiki and that's it and that's fine, that's great. But most people that come to me, they're in a place of high stress and high, high anxiety and they don't know where to turn. And their head is just absolutely bubble wrap and they don't know what to do. I and mean, you're in that place and that state that's when you start to sort of, um, you're running about a headless chicken because you just don't know what to do. And you start to panic, and then the panic gets more and it just keeps escalating. But when you get someone to say, listen, we can do this, we've got this, okay? So let's let's just sit down, and let's look at what we can do in the guidelines of chosen techniques to go with us. Um, and I find that, I still find to this day when people phone me back, or phone me up or send my text and say, oh my God, this has worked and such, like, I still find it over like wow it's amazing does that make sense yeah yeah it definitely does and um
0: it sounds like you're doing amazing work and if there's one thing that we can leave our listeners with with advice i mean obviously you've got your details below this podcast if you want to Uh get in contact with louise and all her links etc if you want to you've got a specific thing that you want to do but if you could just leave our listeners with one piece of advice to take away what would it be
1: okay so breathing Breathing is the biggest thing you can do for yourself. It stops the mind. The mind can't tell the difference between you actually doing something and thinking about it. So it gives you the same responses. So if you can breathe, you stop that connection and you stop it right away. It's another thing that's from Mel Robbins and it's called 54321. If thought processes come up, feelings come up and they're overwhelming, 54321, physically get up and do something else. Get a drink of water, move, do something because the mind can't do two things at once. It can't, give, it can't have these thoughts and feelings and you give it a command. So that's two things, take back the control. And taking back the control escalates because you're reprogramming the mind to actually say, do you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. So every time you get this feeling, whatever it's five, four, three, two, one, and then the mind starts to stop. It stops bringing it up eventually because you keep training it, you keep stopping it, and it's tracks. And it's very empowering when people know they can do that. That's the two big things that I would say. Definitely breathing because you're calming down the nervous system. And when they say breathing, like breathe in for five. So, and you have to push your tummy out because so a lot of people don't do this. Breathe from their chest, they don't breathe in their tummy. So, you count in for five and then slowly breathe out for seven. You're giving the whole nervous system permission to go shh. And that's a big, big thing. Five minutes somewhere where nobody can see you. You can even do it in front, you can do it in front of people because people don't really know what you're doing. You know, you just breathe in and breathe out. And in this current climate, and we're all locked away. This is an amazing thing to work with. You know, absolutely amazing. There's loads of tools and techniques that you can work with that'll help. Because this, this isn't normal. And people with high anxiety and stress, sorry. No, no, um, no that's fine. That's right. absolutely, um, that's amazing. And thank
0: you yeah. so, so much for um joining us for the podcast and i would just like to say goodbye and we will see you next time thank you thanks for having me
1: thank you